Today's readings, even though they weren't chosen specifically for this Mass, as often happens, are very suitable uh, to this Mass and to this event uh, that we're celebrating today, the graduation of you, our beloved eighth graders. The first reading is one of the great adventures, adventurous moments of the New Testament. The Acts of the Apostles, as I've often told you, is one of the great adventure stories that you can find in the Bible. The adventure of the church being born and coming into existence. And in this particular reading, it's a very interesting thing that has happened. And that is that Paul, St. Paul, is in Athens. And Athens is the capital of Greece. And Greece is the, the country in which philosophy and thinking and being serious about the truth started to be uh, taken seriously for the first time in this country. And the great place in which the truth was spoken about, sought, even in the midst of much confusion, was sought and pursued uh, was the Areopagus. And it was probably the most intimidating place you could go and speak in the world. Um, in my day, it was the Oxford Debating Club, where the really highbrow, the people who were really, really intelligent would gather and speak. And you didn't go there unless you had all your ducks in a row. Well, the Areopagus was like that in those days. It was the place where the greatest thinkers of the then known world were gathered and would debate and discuss and talk. And St. Paul is going around the city of Athens and he notices that there are all these gods made out of statues of stone. And he's kind of, really kind of shocked by this, that such a great and wonderful culture would have statues made of stone and consider them to be gods. It didn't make any sense to him at all. And then he stumbles upon one statue that doesn't have a name. It just says to the unknown God, and he immediately says, now that's our God. That's our God. So he goes to the Areopagus. And the first thing he does when he gets to the Areopagus is that he congratulates the Greeks for their serious about religion, that they're diligent in religious affairs is the way the reading puts it, that they care about the truth. And he congratulates them for this. And then he uses this statue without a name to enter into uh, speaking with them about um, God, about the true God, and about Christ. Um, many people have seen in this moment the encounter between faith and reason, right? Because, so to speak, reason was the province of the Areopagus, and the people who populated the Areopagus prided themselves on being the most reasonable people in the world. And Paul came, of course, from a background of faith. Uh, he had encountered Jesus Christ that day on the road from Damascus, and his life had been completely changed uh, because he had come to know uh, and believe in Jesus Christ. But in actual fact, I think if you look at this reading a little bit more carefully, you'll understand that Paul doesn't just come into that place as faith. Paul is the most perfect synthesis at that moment of faith and reason. So it's in a sense, it's faith and reason coming into just reason on its own. And it's for that reason, because reason on its own isn't able to get there, get to the truth. It's for that reason that there are those statues. And St. Paul uses reason 
to tell the people of Athens, as we just read, he tells the people of the Areopagus, how could, if we're creatures made by God, how could the thing made out of stone that we made with our own hands be God, right? Reason, so he's using reason. So that's the first thing. Then we go on to the second reading, and the second reading, um, the second reading, in the second reason, Jesus is trying to reassure his apostles. He started to speak to them about the fact that he is going to ascend to the right hand of his father. He's going to leave the world, and he's not going to be around in the world anymore in bodily form. And he's trying to reassure his uh, disciples who are very, very fearful of this. And he says to them, he says to them that a, that it is better for them that he goes. And then he says this, as we read in this reading, in today's reading, he said, um, I still have many things to say to you, but it will be too much for you now. But when the spirit of truth comes, he will lead you to the complete truth. So here we are, this big word again, this big word truth, this big word truth, for which Paul uh, congratulated the people of the Areopagus and indeed, precisely because of that love for truth, he thought it was worth going and speaking to them, overcoming the intimidating uh, reality of that place and speaking, exposing to them and telling them the truth as he had come to know it and discover it at a level that's deeper and truer than they could possibly come to know it. So, um, how, what does all of this have to do with us? Um, our school, as you know, operates under the banner of a great phrase of St. John Paul II, which is posted in our entranceway. These words are taken from his great encyclical, Fides et Ratio, Faith and Reason, which happens to have the very same name as our school. And these are the words, and I know you've probably read them many times, but I think they can help us to understand for a moment here what this moment can mean for us and what this moment of your graduation from this school is a part of, right? So listen carefully now to the words which are written in our entranceway and which in some sense are the banner under which our school toils every day and does its work and in which we all uh, labor. This is what John Paul II said, the very first words of his encyclical Fides et Ratio. He says, faith and reason are like two wings on which the human spirit rises to the contemplation of the truth. I think this is a phrase that we should all learn by heart because I think it's very powerful and very beautiful and it contains so many elements. And I think as we continue to grow, as Jesus did, in faith and, and uh, stature and in the knowledge of God and man, I think that uh, we can be very much helped by keeping this phrase always in our mind. I remember once walking along and seeing a large bird fluttering on the ground and unable to fly. I uh, approached the bird and I noticed that he had an injured wing and that he couldn't fly. One wing was injured and he couldn't fly. It's the same for us. These two great wings are essential to us. My wish for you is that you soar 
And in the, word, in the words of John Paul II, that you soar towards the contemplation of the truth. Remember and treasure these two wings of your humanity, faith and reason. Grow in them. You need them both. You need them both. This faith and this reason are vital to you to be able to see, to be able to understand, and to truly be able to soar towards the contemplation of the truth. Now those words, the contemplation of the truth, may be, sound a little bit mysterious. And what on earth does that mean? But they mean something very important and very something, something very deep. In fact, it may be a thought uh, already in somebody's mind out there, maybe especially some of the adults. Maybe even the question that Pilate asked, what is truth? Maybe someone here says, but no one person has the truth, right? Well, in a certain sense, that's true. In the sense the truth isn't something you have and you put in your back pocket. It isn't something you possess and you own. The truth is so much greater, more magnificent and more beautiful than anything that we can hold or possess. But we can contemplate it. We can contemplate it. And it's when we contemplate the truth that we are made truly joyful and truly glad. It's in that contemplation of the truth that we are fulfilled, in that contemplation of the truth. And always remember that when this Jesus that Paul went to the Areopagus to proclaim is the very one who identified himself as the way, the truth, and the life. Jesus identified himself as the truth. And it's precisely because the truth is not some you know, we often think we have, we often know the truth about things, but we're talking about more than that here. We're not talking about knowing the truth about things. We're talking about knowing the truth itself, not about things, but the truth of things. And this is something we contemplate. This is something we watch. And this is something whose, 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 the awareness of which will ever grow in our lives the more we grow and the more we uh, live and the more we advance in the great adventure of being human beings and discovering, learning so many things with a great passion. Uh, at Nativity, uh, your teachers, uh, especially your, t your uh, at Nativity, your your teachers especially, and the staff and the priests have sought to set you aloft on these wings of faith and reason, to give you the confidence to fly, the confidence to use your humanity to the full, to know and discover and rejoice in all that exists, in all that is, and that all God has made and offered to you. We have sought to launch you on this, uh, in this flight and to teach you to fly. And now our desire for you as we gather here today and we, as we send you on to the next stage in your growth, our wish is that you soar, that you truly soar to that contemplation of the truth, that, that, you, that you truly grow as human beings and that your growth as human beings uh, as the only way that there can be truly growth in a human being is that we come to know more and more the truth. We come to contemplate the truth more completely, more totally, more openly than before. This is our desire for you, that with these two wings, with these two wings um, which we've educated here, we've taught you your faith, 
and we have taught you how to use that faculty of reason, which is the great key to reality, to understanding reality, entering into reality, and relating to reality. And we want you to go forth like St. Paul, who went into the Areopagus, not just faith, and not like the people in the Areopagus, just reason, but like St. Paul, faith and reason, faith and reason, because in this way, we can face all of reality, even the most intimidating companionship like that of the Areopagus. I doubt that any of you here are truly afraid of high school, but that's one thing you can think about, going into the, walking in the doors of that school the first day when you feel a bit intimidated. Think of your faith and your reason, and think of St. Paul, who goes to the Areopagus to um, proclaim uh, to them the truth and to join them in that passion for the truth that is theirs. We are delighted today in your accomplishments, in your growth. Uh, it is a wonderful thing. Uh, you've done very well. Uh, we're very happy for where you're, you've arrived at. And there's nothing more encouraging for us who are older to see those who are younger taking these courageous steps forward in the path of life. And we're all for you. We truly are all for you. I always like uh, at this Mass to uh, tell uh, you eighth graders that we're always here for you. We support you always. We support you with our prayers. We support you with our wishes. We support you with our, with a, with our encouragement. But we're also here for you whenever you want. We're also we're ready here at any moment in your life uh, to help you uh, if in any concrete way we can. We send you forth now. We send you forth now to the ongoing great adventure of learning and discovering and soaring towards the heights. A friend of mine used to always say, when we'd say goodbye, he'd always say, a la grande in Spanish, which means go to that which is great. And that's what I say to you today, a la grande. Go to that which is great. Go to that which is great. Your hearts are made for that which is great. And with faith and reason, you truly can soar to that which is truly great. When you lose these, either of these things, you begin to get stuck on the ground. And you cannot fly, and you don't get to perceive the beauty of life. But let these two wings truly support you, carry you, and bear you, and your life will be great and beautiful as we desire it to be, and as we wish you in this Holy Mass, and indeed is the intention of this very Mass for your ongoing adventure uh, in the footsteps of our Savior. God bless you all.